I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a month. Well, hello, everybody out there in podcast land. I'm Vanessa Ferguson. Welcome to Beyond the Turkey Leg, a podcast all about things turkey legs. And <laughs> yes, since I am hosting, I'm taking over the show. I'm holding Brett hostage. And we're going to be talking about turkey legs because everyone on our show today has had a turkey leg within the last <laughs> month or so, except me. How did that oh. happen? The How queen of turkey happen? legs. And I haven't even had one, but... <laughs> First, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Mr. Brett Rutherford. How are you doing, sir? Do you need to set well, it up? <laughs> so far, no. But oh, let's. Okay. But yeah, but here we are on Beyond the Mouse. It is not Beyond the Turkey Leg. No, but, as but much see as... if there ever was a time to rebrand. Now's oh, the time. Now's the... This is what I'm <laughs> now's thinking. Now's the time. Well, Craig's not here this time, so I don't know. Well, if we're going to rebrand, sure, Turkey Leg, sure, that sounds good. Or maybe we can <laughs> do like a Prince thing, the podcast formerly known as Beyond the Mouse. Like and it could just be like a turkey leg symbol. Yeah, your symbol could be a turkey leg. That is yeah. so Oh, that's good. Well, yeah. that's an idea anyway. Yeah, it's an idea. Well, yeah. and you're right. This is Beyond the Mouse, and we're so excited to have our guest here tonight, Mr. Lou Hare and Donna Hare. Thank you for being here. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Yes, good to be here. And of course, we brought you here because you've had a turkey leg recently, but you've had a turkey leg in the greatest of all places, Walt Disney World. So we're going to be getting a trip review from you, and we're going to be living vicariously through you, and Brett's going to be reliving his turkey leg experience from hearing all about yours. I couldn't be happier. So let's jump right in. I'm thinking that we should travel around Walt Disney World park by park, and you'll tell us your best experience that you've had each of you can can have a turn your best food and your best advice because some people are still needing some advice for going back to Walt Disney World so let's start off in Disney's Animal Kingdom we we'd never been to Animal Kingdom before this was our first time going there so the experience overall was great of of getting to experience the park but Flight of Passage was you know far and away ride ever yes 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 and our timing worked out very good our weight wasn't we we got we rope dropped it we we were but we waited what was it 60 minutes like maybe i think 50 50 the first time the first time we were there so not an awful wait and got there and just the experience of going through it the whole ride uh was fantastic i did not know that you had not been to the animal kingdom before because because you've been to disney Right, but we once before, other right? Parks because Lou said, "Well, Animal Kingdom, that's like a big zoo, right?" <laughs> oh. so, and was it? Lou? We don't need to go. Uh, was it a big zoo? It, it, it was zoo-like <laughs> in uh, certain portions, at least. In certain portions, well, it um, was, I think there was a promotion at one time that said, "Not a zoo." So, it was all one word, "Not a zoo." Yeah. So, you got to experience the "Not a zoo." So, yes, no. Yeah. It, it, it was definitely, I'm glad we got to do it. And if we did it, when we do another trip, we will definitely go back there because there were other things. It's not just a zoo. How about that? I will, <laughs> okay. uh, especially when not you have, just a zoo. not yeah. just a zoo. Uh, Cause I think ultimately like our two favorite rides from the whole trip were both in animal kingdom. Yeah. Oh, what so was your other ride? Everest was the other one. And that one was Ooh. great because before we got on it, our daughter who is now 11, just turned 11 this past week 
uh, she was so afraid to get on it. And we had to tell her, you know, this is Disney. Nothing bad's going to happen to you. They can't handle the press if something you are safe. If you're ever going to ride on anything, this is the place to ride on it. She was so scared. And we got through the ride. We loved it so much. We rode it two more times consecutively after that. Oh, wow. wow. We hit it wow. at a perfect, yeah, at a perfect time. There perfect time. There was, really... there was no wait for the second or third time. Oh, we did wow. a little for the Just first time. Just a little, ride. like a and, maybe 15 minute and, wait. Yeah. Walked through enough to get you through the whole queue, basically, was the wait time. And then, sure enough, we're like, okay. And then we said, oh, line is still short. So we did it again. So three times in a row, it was outstanding. Wow. Oh, that is good. You've gone in the summer months. So was it, I mean, that that to me tells me that it probably wasn't that busy in the park. Was your overall visit a, a busy one or a not busy one when it comes to the crowds? Well, it seemed more like certain rides were the ones that were always a long line, like mine train, long line, Space mm-hmm. Mountain, usually a long line. But I don't there think- are some things that I think we just hit at the right time with the pre-planning that had been done before we went and then using the app, I think we were just able to mm-hmm. hit it right. I don't think we had a wait that was longer. I think the longest wait we had was 70 minutes and that was mine train. But after that, I don't think anything else was longer than an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we, I think by and large we had it and it was hard to gauge because uh, we went in the first week of June and yeah, they. I don't know how much has changed because I know a lot has changed since just June. Um, but with the way that they had spaced out the lines and everything being lined up outside, it did create some like bottlenecks in the in the walking areas. Mm-hmm. So there were some areas where it felt really crowded, but that was mostly because you were flanked on either side by people in a line for a ride. But the wait times were were all pretty manageable, I would yeah. say. I mean, I would have preferred less than 50 minutes to an hour, but. Oh, sure. Right. Wouldn't we well, all? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's good to know. Now we have to know what was your, it could be a favorite meal, favorite item that you were uh, able to eat in the animal kingdom. Animal kingdom. We only had one meal because it poured down rain when we were supposed to eat our dinner. So we had evacuated early because the street started flooding at animal kingdom. <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> All the drains were clogged. Uh, so that lunch, we had flame tree barbecue, and that was really Ooh, good. Yes, that Do you remember delicious. what you had? Uh, I had ri- I had the combo platter. I had the ribs yes. and chicken. And good. I shared ribs with my daughter, and we got this Father's Day cupcake, which was really quite tasty. Mm-hmm. It had a Bambi on it for some reason. Yes. I love that place. I have to say, though, in the summertime when I visit, I don't like eating there because it's it's outdoors and you're eating, you know, kind of sticky barbecue. But <laughs> man, I would love to go in just the wintertime and enjoy that barbecue. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sounds great. So if someone was visiting Animal Kingdom, we've already kind of talked a little bit about what it was like on your visit. But what's some advice that perhaps you would give to someone going to Animal Kingdom? I would say do Flight of Passage as soon as you can. Uh, because the lines only got longer throughout the day. Um, we did, although the rain helped us because we did get to go twice because the everybody had sought shelter from the rain. And it, because the lines were outside, not a lot of people wanted to stand out in the rain for a ride. So as soon as the rain like started to let up and you could look at that app and all of a sudden that wait time kind of dropped and dropped and dropped and it got to like 40 minutes and we're like, okay, we're going now. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if there is a rain delay, yeah. keep the app open and then just, you know, 
kind of see how that's impacting the wait times. Uh, but otherwise, do Flight of Passage first because I, after we left, it was like two hour waits. And so uh, we, we, glad, we were glad we got it done first and we got a bonus in the, at the end. Yeah. That's great wow. advice. Yes, that is good advice. That's, that's a new tip for us. We, I don't think anyone's <laughs> ever said that tip. Well, let's mosey on over to Epcot. And what were your favorite memories from being at Epcot? And you can well, pick different ones. You don't have to agree, but so I'm going to start with food first with this. Okay, one. sure. So France, what was the name <laughs> of the restaurant we ate at? La Bouge something. It's the pastry shop there. Boulange. Well, it's yeah, the boulangerie. Yeah. And so we had different sandwiches and then we had creme brulee and mimosas and, uh, what else did we have? We had a lot of stuff there. I had a sandwich. What did I have? Oh, the, and a chocolate beignet. The chocolate beignet. That was what mm-hmm. I had. Yes. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yes. That's good to hear because I've, I've actually had some bad experiences at the French Pavilion. So this is definitely making me want to go back and try it. I know it sounds strange that you'd have a bad experience, but their lobster bisque wasn't where it was at. So oh, well, I yes. know it was, oh. you know what happened? It was, it, it had sat too long. It was burning on the bottom and you could taste that the soup was burnt. So sad. Mm, so this is sad, sad fate for a lobster bisque. Yes. But Lou, what about you? Well, I will say then that our breakfast, uh, if we're going to start with food. I'll, I'll use our breakfast at Cape May. Um, which was delightful. It was very good. Um, it was a nor I understand it's normally a buffet and it was not. Um, but it the- was family style. So, yes. so you could have gotten more of anything. Yes. I don't know how you could have asked for more. Yeah. So they just brought you a tray. I think they probably they brought you pastries and yogurt mm-hmm. and fruit. And then they brought you uh, French toast and pancakes and waffles. Yeah. And, and I believe they counted how many people were at your table and then served you a tray based on that number of people. So our first serving was three Mickey waffles, three French toast, bacon for three, eggs for three, all of that. And had oh, wow. we wanted more, we could have gotten it, but we would have exploded. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not a good choice. <laughs> well, that sounds delicious. Now, what about best memories from that park? Hmm. I'm trying to go through our book as yeah, we're talking. Yeah, we have so a scrapbook. So I can refresh our memories of everything. Well, of everything, not just Epcot. Well, not just Epcot. But uh, I would say, what was probably the best ride that we did that day? Our favorite was... Uh, the Mission to Mars yes. was a nice surprise because we had done Mission to Earth. Brett, do you know which one we're talking about? Uh, You're looking yes. stumped. Okay. Um, yes, I'm sorry. Uh Yes, were you the orange or the green? Orange, orange. So the last time we did it, we did green. Yes. And so we're like, oh, she was Mission Space. There, sorry, Mission Space. Yes. And this time we're like, well, let's try orange. And we knew there was spinning, but we're like, she likes roller coasters. This should be great. Mm -hmm. Well, we weren't expecting the spinning to happen and us not (sighs) know it was happening and caused this weightlessness and this gravitational pull. It was a lot of fun mm-hmm. it it's intense nice yes it, yes it, it was uh test track was also a lot of fun we we couldn't build our car um because you couldn't COVID. because you couldn't use the touch screens um but once you're in a car going like 60 miles an yeah. hour who cares yeah um so we didn't i don't think we missed that as much 
This is the There's same thing I told the film. officer when he pulled me over. <laughs> Sir, I'm going 60 miles an hour. Who cares? Uh, but it works on test track. I'm just kidding. Don't anybody go looking for my police records. <laughs> <laughs> Non-existent. Right. Exactly. But that sounds great. I, you know, I have to say for me personally, this sounds a little bit terrifying because I'm not a roller coaster person, but I, I give props to you and especially your daughter for you know, trying it out and you liked it. So that's, that's excellent. She became a thrill seeker seeker at this time, last time. And it was really nice because our first trip, she was, she was three years younger. So she was still very much into princesses. So last time it was a lot of meet and greets, a lot of princessy themed stuff. Uh, And now that she's a little older, one, because they weren't having meet and greets, that was nice. So she was not disappointed because she didn't care. She got, she'd seen them last (laughs) time. They were old news. And this time was way more focused on rides. And she's finally tall enough to ride everything. Yes, there's that. (laughs) That's great. I can't believe it's been three years. Since mm-hmm. you I know. I, I seriously have been two, but stupid COVID yep. came right. And yeah. Trip. Yeah. I was like, oh, you were just there mm-hmm. three years ago. Okay. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> um, so, what's some advice that you would give someone going to the Epcot park? So, here is a very valuable piece of advice that. <laughs> and this was... is probably why we couldn't remember anything. Uh, this was the most dramatic portion of our trip. Wait, Epcot got colored by the morning to Epcot, which <laughs> okay. is why we struggled to well, come up with something. Oh, oh that's a, a different one. Different one. Okay. I'll tell mine, then you can okay. tell yours. So, my daughter was looking for a souvenir. Mm-hmm. She had spent some money, saved up her money, and she was looking at different things. But it was also super hot. You know, Florida got a Florida in June, um, and we were at the China Pavilion. And they had had a neck fan, uh, these like battery controlled, uh, chargeable neck fans that you hang around. And she bought it and she loved it. And it did not last a day. Um, oh, no. We no. were in, in another park the next day when it stopped working. Uh, the, the charging unit or the battery had broken um, it was like the USB port to charge the rechargeable battery was broken. So there was no way to charge it. So what, no. what, what we learned is if you are going to buy something from a Disney park, make sure you're buying it, that it's an actual Disney product and not a third party product. Because what we learned is it was only sold in that pavilion. So had we wished to return it, we would have had to go back to Epcot, back to China and exchange it in that particular store. Now, I will say the the staff was amazing. They understood our situation. We didn't have the park hopper. They like they were like our daughter saved money for this thing. It broke within a day. Um, long story short, we worked it out with the hotel because we didn't take it with us to other parks because it was broken. And our hotel was very accommodating and, and gave us a credit to our account in the amount of that money because they couldn't straight up refund it because, again, wasn't in their system because it wasn't their product. And the park where it broke at, they even gave us a little water fan for free. Yes. Oh, that's nice. Oh. Yeah. Yes. So the staff wow. handled it. Every, the cast members mm-hmm. handled it as best as they could. Uh, but if you are buying souvenirs... Uh, and, and you do need to, I, I would warn you to pay attention of 
is it a Disney Park product or is it a third party? Because returns get very dicey. Uh, <laughs> and that, that while, while the story had a happy ending, the journey to get there took uh, a good amount of time. It took like a day and a half to, to get to where we ended up. Yes. Yeah. So Ooh. all's well that ends well, but yes. So, so do that. Keep an eye out for that as you're purchasing your souvenirs. Wow, I had, good news. I had no idea because I would assume that anything you buy in the parks that you could, you know, trade around. But that's that's new to me. Brett, was that new to you? Mm, I think I think Epcot is a little bit uh, on its own. Each country is, in fact, its own country. It's, it's I think it, they have a council and everything, you know, um, but I don't know. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> you know, yeah, this is I, a good it, tip. It's, yeah, it's good to know. Now, Donna, you said you had a different story. <laughs> yes, it's what started our day at Epcot. We were to we were staying at the Caribbean Resort, and we were going to take the Skyliner to get to Cape May, so we could get into Epcot that day. Well, the Skyliner, for whatever reason, was not working, and we had no other way to get to Epcot because the buses weren't running. Because you get to your little bus station and it says take the Skyliner but we got to the Skyliner and the Skyliner people said no take a bus and so we were trying to call around the transportation when that what it was that Mm -hmm. you were calling the transportation I tried calling the hotel to see if they could get us a, a van there and then nobody could help us so we went back to the Skyliner which happened to just magically be up and running again and we were able to get to Cape May just a little bit late. Mm-hmm. So the lesson I think was, if you are taking the Skyliner and the Skyliner is not operational, stay at the hub. Yes. Do all of that. There's a bus station at the hub, which yes. the lady did not tell us. We ran all the way to another village to catch a bus. Yes. We walked back to our original bus station and then we're making calls from there. And had we stayed there, we either one would have gotten a bus from the hub of the Skyliner, or we would have seen that the Skyliners were, were in fact back up and running. Um, so yeah, if you're using the Skyliner, sometimes they do pause because then they had to a couple of times while we were there just because of weather, um, you know, stay at the main Skyliner hubs and in, in, and wait it out there and do your communication there, not from another yeah, don't location. Don't run around like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> those Ooh, are great great tips great yeah tips. those are very good tips and i'm sorry epcot was acting like a hot mess for you that day but <laughs> but let's maybe move to a different park let's go to hollywood studios and and that i wanted to save kind of toward the end of our trip here uh around walt disney world because it does have so many new things since you've i think since you were last there was star wars there the that whole it was area not Star Wars okay. was not. They were just conceiving we're- and breaking ground on it. Toy Story Land hadn't been completely open yet when we were there either. Like- we missed it by a month. Toy yeah. Story Land opened later oh. that month that we were there. Okay. Oh, wow. So now having to go back and getting to see all these really cool and exciting things, what were your best memories from the park that day? Well, I will say my overall memory of Hollywood Studio before this trip was poor because I went back in the 1980s, 1989, when it was MGM Studios. And I remember hating it because I was 12. It was hot, long lines because it had just opened. Then the year we went with my daughter, 
we went and mostly saw shows and I sweated it out at beauty and the beast had like a small heat stroke. I did not like Hollywood studios. So this was like my animal kingdom for Lou. So this trip though, we actually rode rides and had a lot of fun. It was so much more fun. I would be thrilled to go back to Hollywood studios. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. We, we did get into rise of resistance. That's like the big, uh, that's the big headline of the day was that we were able to get in there. We got in there two hours after that, the fan incident, when the fan broke, the fan broke in our line for rock and roller coaster. (laughs) So we didn't, our daughter didn't enjoy rock and roller coaster that much. She was not in the right headspace for it. Uh, But it, we were redeemed by getting into the queue for Rise of the Resistance. And and man, that is just an outstanding experience. And we had prepped by watching all the Star Wars, except for the prequels, yeah. to go to it and see everything. So my daughter, she knew what was happening. Yeah. And it was so cool. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was I mean, just totally as far, immersive. It, mm-hmm. Yes, totally. totally. I mean, it really feels like you're in a Star Wars movie. Uh, so the, much thought mm-hmm. went into all the little details of mm-hmm. like the the things shooting at you and sparks flying and things catching on fire in front of your eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, that whole, sounds great. All of Galaxy's Edge was just really outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we could have, had we spaced it out or timed it a little bit better, we would have spent more time there. That was more at the end of the day and we were getting kind of hot. So we kind of yada yada it a little bit in between the rides. Well, we had the fan incident of 2021. Yes. So we had to completely stop our day after rock and roller coaster for about an hour, <laughs> yeah, that, get some ice cream, <laughs> drink some yeah, water. Yeah, that kind of north. Yes, yes, we did. Yeah, we, yeah. We did, we did have to have a sugar break yeah. to mm-hmm. ease the pain of that. But uh, yeah, and, and so by the end of the day, we were all kind of gassed and just it would be something that, you know, had we had more time, I'm sure we could have enjoyed everything, but we did hit the rides there. Yeah. Uh, we hit Smuggler's Run. We did Star Tours. We walked through. We got our blue milk, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was <laughs> delicious. Um, and the whole ex- the, the whole experience there was outstanding. Did you get a chance to do Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway? Or we was- did. That we was did. a fun surprise, too, yeah. because I was expecting uh, just... Uh, your traditional little railroad going and the cars are individual. So I was not expecting for your car to do its own thing, even though before that we went to rise of resistance and it essentially was the exact same ride idea where the cart does its own little thing without a track, but it didn't apparently impress me until the runway. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Now, Lou, you mentioned that blue milk, did you have anything else that was your best food for the day or did the milk take the prize? <laughs> I think the milk took the prize. Yeah, because we didn't eat much there. No. We had Backlot Express for lunch mm-hmm. and that was hamburgers. And then that night we were kind of full from all the treats we had had. Mm-hmm. We did the dine-in, sci-fi dine-in theater, which was a lot of fun. And we like split a salad. And Yeah, we did more snacks throughout the day. So mm-hmm. if we were hungry and something sounded good, we ate. So we didn't, you know, there were some days we just didn't have big meals. And, but we did, we had a reservation at the, at the sci-fi cafe and we got desserts there that were. No, it was appetizer and a salad. Appetizer and a salad. Got. Yeah, we got the fried pickles. We got fried pickles. Fried pickles. Ooh, that, that, that sounds <laughs> good. Yes. And then, but we did split a milkshake there. Oh, yeah. So. Yes. So th- that was delicious. And it, and, it, and it's a very, and it's a fun atmosphere too. It was. Um, and our daughter really loved it to watch like cheesy B movie 
from movie trailers from the yeah. 50s in a little car so she she thought it was super cool and and i could see uh i could see doing a whole meal there but um, yeah we were not yeah we weren't really hungry we, we didn't need we it ate the too time. late we ate lunch too late i mm-hmm. think is the, the thing well yes. i'm I'm glad you mentioned that your daughter liked it because that's definitely something I would wonder is if something like the sci-fi dine-in is catering to middle school kids well enough or if it, you know, I would think maybe it would be too old and nostalgic that they wouldn't understand it. But it's it's good to know that if you do have a middle schooler that they would like that. Well, she loves the screen. So anything, it could be something she doesn't even want to watch. If it's up projected, she will watch it and be enthralled with it. Yes. Screen time is screen time. (laughs) Uh, On July 4th, my daughter was so bored. She walked in and watched, saw me watching Rocky four and stayed and watched (laughs) Rocky four. So she, uh, and she learned how communism felt that day. But uh, so, you know, kids are watch anything. They'll, so. And they had the, the little flashing glow in the dark drink that you can buy for them. So, yes. Well, <laughs> now that I, you have some advice that kids will watch anything, but what other advice would you have for someone going to Hollywood Studios? So, one thing we learned in the Rise of the Resistance virtual queue. Uh, we did not get the first queue; we got the second queue. And I don't know if this is a widely known thing or not, but. We were both on, we were, we both wanted to get on, we're trying to get on there. So we were both on our phones in our apps in the morning, trying to get on in the queue. And apparently you can only have one, have one, phone. one phone, one account working to get into the queue. So we believe that that's why we didn't get the first queue. I had gotten day. into the queue and he got an error message and then I got kicked out. So I think that's what went wrong that morning. So, so when we did it the second time, it was just one phone and me hitting refresh over and over again. And mm-hmm. that's got, and that got us in. Wow. You I know, I have, it's rough. It's a challenge. <laughs> that is it's, it's, it's the, the yes, the struggle is real. <laughs> but it was a lot to get of fun into, the second yeah. time, because we were standing with a group of people and we were all refreshing our phones, like, trying the, to get a, the world stopped while everyone was doing <laughs> yes, that. At but one o'clock in the afternoon, yes. one o'clock in the afternoon. And here's the other thing. If you're doing that, we stood right outside of star tours as we did it. So that once we got in, no one was at Star Tours because everyone was trying to get Rise of Resistance. Everyone was oh. on their phones at the moment. So uh-huh. if you stand in front of some ride that you want to go into around one o'clock, and you might be able to cut that line time down significantly. Oh, that we, is good. Because we walked good. on to Star yeah. Tours. Yeah, because we kept seeing... Like, okay, we're, we're going to ride this, but we don't know. And that's the thing when we don't, no one knows when you're going to get in. Right. So yeah. we didn't know what time we were going to get in. And mm-hmm. so. Yeah. I will say of that is excellent advice. It does kind of upset me just because I don't <laughs> love that Disney is doing this because if, what if you're a family without a mobile phone or a fast phone or, you know, it just feels like it doesn't cater to those families who may be going without, but I will move on to a much happier place where uh, there's a lot of joy, and that is the Magic Kingdom. So I'm going to live vicariously through with, through you. Hit me with your, your best memories from that day. Well, we went to Magic Kingdom twice. We started our trip and ended our trip with Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Smart. Yes. Yes. 
I would say the first day we hit a real groove with wait times where we walked back and forth from mine train to space mountain. <laughs> and we ended up getting to do them like twice. We did it on a loop and we, I think we did two complete loops. So, so we did mine train and walked to space mountain. Then we walked back and hit mine train. Then we walked back and hit space mountain. We did a lot of, walking we did a lot of walking day. that first day, but, but the wait times we were just, we were hitting at the right time. We're like, well, by the time we walk over there, things were looking good. And so, and, and our daughter like loved those two rides. They were uh at two of her fate mo- favorite yeah, space rides. mountain was a first for lou and for christiane mm-hmm. and then mine train was a repeat from last time yes so mine train was the thing we had to hit w- above all else uh and then she acquiesced to go on space mountain and ended up loving it mm-hmm. and did you do any of the slower rides or um so the second day that we were there we ended up hitting the uh, it, we walked onto It's a Small World, which was a surprise because we started off that day and Christiane had a headache and she didn't want to ride any fast rides. We were like, the whole idea was to get there early so we could ride Space Mountain without a wait. And she's like, I had a headache. So we instead, we went and stood in line briefly for Peter Pan. And then we got off Peter Pan and went directly into It's a Small World, had no wait walked all the way through it's a small world got on a boat i couldn't mm-hmm. believe that one yeah because <laughs> yeah. our itineraries for the first day were very rigidly planned but then had some openings and we weren't supposed to do mine train or space mountain on, on, right. on day one so because we got them in on day one we had that open space and so yeah we did we did end up doing this and we did haunted mansion uh both days mm-hmm. we so because she liked she liked that ride um and wanted to do that one again um, so yeah, those are the, uh, those are the, and we did when you, and we did carousel of progress, we did ca- carousel twice? of progress twice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that makes, that well, makes Brett very happy. <laughs> yes, that, is, that was the first attraction I ever went on at Disneyland with my first, with my family. So it has a very special place in my heart. So, yeah. Aww. So whatever, you know, I'm glad I'm, you know, I just hope it stays there forever and ever and ever. So for sure. You for know, sure. so yeah. Now, Something that is not living in Brett's heart. That is a particular food item that I think I'm hoping you will mention in your favorite foods at Magic Kingdom. Uh, yes, the turkey leg was everything uh, I wanted it to be and more. We have a whole page of our little Disney scrapbook devoted to the turkey leg with us all holding it, Lou kissing the turkey leg, us all Mm -hmm. eating the turkey leg. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm. Well, I must say, actually, your photo of you devouring and loving the turkey leg <laughs> experience i mean devouring and you know, i mean the last little the last little bits of the turkey leg you know i mean you consumed that turkey leg and i'm like going okay well because i was there about the week after you and i'm like going okay you know i do have i okay i have this thing about the turkey leg now i hadn't had the turkey leg and i thought that was unfair of me i'm like going you know okay I, it's just kind of the aesthetic sort of thing of, you know, this huge turkey leg in the park and all that. I need to have the experience. And if, you know, if it if it's good, I will say, you know, okay, I will say it's good. Well, 
Um, okay, so I even staked out the whole turkey leg experience because I did not have mine in the Magic Kingdom. I had mine over at um, at the American Adventure, and I wanted to have it early, early, early in the morning so no one was around, so no one could, you know, document that I had in fact had a turkey leg. I I documented myself, but I didn't want anyone to see me eat or try to eat a turkey leg. But you know, I haven't really talked about my turkey leg experience so if you have just a moment thank you um (laughs) so i so i had the transaction i was i was given a a turkey leg that was causing i don't know first and second degree burns in my hand i'm like like well i mean it's hot it was too fresh (laughs) it was very fresh i mean they had just opened maybe you should have waited an hour it was like sizzling and searing and i'm like going out 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 but you know i'm like going be tough. You know, you're going to have this experience. So, you know, I had my water and my turkey leg and, you know, and the thing, okay. So I did take a couple of bites. The thing Mm. is Vanessa and see, this is the deal. I don't, I'm not a fan of dark meat. So why would I love a turkey? Like, because it's all, and I guess I should have known that, but I thought, well, it's got to be this whole, you know, experience. So I did try the turkey leg, I even tried to pass it on to the princesses as they did their little tour. They did not take <laughs> me up on the turkey leg. In fact, they kind of looked at me like, I, what was I doing offering a turkey leg to them? Which I can totally understand. I can understand. And unfortunately, the turkey leg then took a trip to, um, well, um, trash can land. And I know it was, I mean, it was, it was kind of a, well, this is a harrowing tale. I know it's kind of sad. I I know it's just kind of sad, but you know, I'm like going, I, I tried, I tried the experience, you know, then the other thing was, I'm like going, so I had, you know, part of the turkey leg and, you know, I had the second degree burns from it and, and it's like 27 pounds. Well, literally eight, I mean, it's eight pounds. It's got to be eight pounds of turkey leg there. I'm like going, anyway, it'll take me all day. The park will be closed by the time I finish this thing. So anyway, um, tried the turkey leg and then, you know, I, I needed to find a toothpick, my kingdom for a toothpick. So I didn't know is, you know, is the toothpick pavilion in world showcase or in future world. I wasn't really sure, but yeah. So that was my turkey leg experience. I am, well, thank goodness, true to myself, still team no turkey leg. Um, You know, I gave it a try. Vanessa, I got to get credit for that. You do. You do. Thank you. You (laughs) Thank you for at least trying. Yes. Um, Thank you. I'm I'm sorry you didn't enjoy it, though. I'm not a big fan of turkey either. So we bought one turkey leg to share amongst the family. And I think that if you're not a big turkey goer, it is fun to have that huge turkey drumstick in your hand. And it is fun to take the first few bites, but I don't think I would want to eat a whole turkey leg. Lou, on the other hand, kind of was angry that we were mooching in on his turkey I I was a little mad I had to share. (laughs) I'm not going (laughs) to Oh, see, where were you? I should have brought it home to you. I mean, I mean, it's, yeah, like you just said, I mean, everything you just said, Brett, makes like it, yeah, it's eight pounds of meat on a stick. What, (laughs) what's the problem? (laughs) It's not, it's not turkey breast and I like turkey breast. I'm not, you know, I like a turkey breast. I don't like a turkey leg. Oh, that's just where I am, okay? It was good. It was, uh, yes, it was delicious. And it did taste smoky, you know? Yeah, I was, you know, again, yeah, you, okay. you're saying these things and 
like that are clearly compliments and yet the the out of your mouth it's sounding I know. negative it like, is that's because yeah giant well smoked turkey sorry. meats that I, like, oh my I, gosh I, I yeah that. sorry no i never want this I, I to end <laughs> i know well yeah it's, it's ending now i'm like, I'm like i i really cannot go on it anymore and i need to mm-hmm. put some salve on my hand because i think it's still- <laughs> oh nursing your wounds well yes. thank you Brett, for trying luth and donna thank you so much for enjoying it and telling me all about it <laughs> so i can relive it but what would be your advice now for magic kingdom goers what time of day did you go we, when we go to the park, we go from open until almost when they kick us out. Yeah. Especially with wow. COVID, with everything closing at nine. and we, Yeah, we were there pretty much yeah. bell to bell. Yeah. Um, and so I guess... Don't do that when you get <laughs> It was exhausting. It was at the end a little of our break. five days yeah. there, we were tuckered out. Yes, that was... I yeah. had a blister as, that as, grew... The whole trip we got wrapped up as i said earlier we got wrapped up in the fever of going back and forth to space mountain <laughs> and mine train because of the wait times and because mm-hmm. the rides were so fun and it was our daughter's first experience we're like okay let's keep doing this but that is a haul between those two <laughs> so do bear that in mind that it's like while you see that on the app that's a walk and then it's a walk back. And then if you keep doing that, I think that first day was maybe the most walking we did on our, like by our own accord. We, you know, uh, so, so do keep it was like 11 miles we put in that day. It was. Uh, yeah. So may- maybe keep <laughs> that in mind as you're looking at the app, that objects are farther than they appear. <laughs> and, know, and know your limits. I do think um, hydration probably could have, w- would have helped a little bit better. Uh, and if you have a child that uh, doesn't drink water or or wants water, but then will only sip it, uh, they do sell Powerade. So, uh, which in retrospect, we, we should pro- have done that. We yeah. should have done the Powerade because it would have hydrated her and given her a, a little bit more sugar and more incentive to drink faster. <laughs> right. Well, you know, while we're on the subject of traveling with a middle schooler, you know, I I think that your advice is great, but do you have anything specific for that middle school age? We know kind of from talking, uh, and if you're listening, feel free to check back on our podcast with Morgan Kaplan. She traveled with Itty Bitties, and that is a totally different experience, which I can't imagine probably takes a ton of work but you're kind of in that you know before they're teenagers and want that um to to have that independence and you're kind of in that middle age so what's that like and any advice you would give um for anyone traveling with someone that age so know whether or not your child's a morning person because ours is not and yet we were continually waking her up so florida's an hour ahead already and we were waking her up at what would have been six o'clock hour time after going to bed, what would have been like 10 o'clock hour time. Mm -hmm. So she was a beast every single morning. (laughs) It was, you know, yeah. Know your child's sleep schedule. Mm -hmm. I think that was because we planned this event. We planned this months in advance. Well, you know, so like most people do February, March, well, that's the school year going on. Mm -hmm. So we of course know she can get up for eight o'clock school because that's, you know, that's what you got to do. 
Um, but you know, as they hit those, those tween years, they, that's the time a lot of the kids will want to stay up late and then sleep in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not a great thing to find out at Disney world. Yeah. We were trying <laughs> to push her early in the morning and then we would come home exhausted and it's let's go to the pool. Mm-hmm. And she had like this energy that came from nowhere. And mm-hmm. we both her, would have rather died than go to the pool yeah, she, but she, she wanted to swim yes she is a night owl and not a morning person uh and so the mornings took some time to get going mm-hmm. and then by midday we hit that stride and by the end of the night when we wanted to go to bed so i think when we do this again when she'll be a teenager uh, we will probably plan to be those people who arrive at the park a little later and then stay till it closes. Till it closes. Yeah. Which hopefully will like be later than nine o'clock at night. Yes. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Think about well, what yeah, where your child's sleeping habits might not what tra- you want them to but be, but what they actually are, mm-hmm. and whether or not it's worth it to you to have to uh, fight that fight the good fight mm-hmm. uh, to get there as early as you can. And COVID restrictions made it a little tough too to get her up and moving because you can no longer, well, when we went, you couldn't go into the the park and have a breakfast. So you had to have already eaten before you got to the park Mm -hmm. or forget the fact that you got there so early so you could ride rides so you could eat. So we would have to get from our hotel food, but because COVID restrictions, we weren't allowed to eat anything on the bus, which meant our very first trip into Magic Kingdom, we sat there holding our muffin and our milk. And then we wanted to eat and walk real fast to get to where we were going. And she's, no, I have to sit down and eat this muffin. Yes. (laughs) it still sounds like you did wonderful parenting on your trip there were little obstacles here but you knew exactly how to handle it so yeah who knows for you and you know i think you did a great job we, we all we all came back together yes. and we're all still talking I mean, if you look at the photo book it looks like we had a fantastic <laughs> time and never once in the photo book would you guess that i said we're never taking you back here <laughs> <laughs> happened on the skyliner to epcot right after we had done the whole uh, run around I, I feel like that happens at least I, I, once for everybody, for everybody. Oh, sure, yeah. there's there's yeah. that you know and so yes if you've never been before uh and you're going with your children there will probably be a moment where you completely regret your life choices in that moment <laughs> and you just gotta push through it because then eventually you get like to some ride or some moment that's like oh this is why we did this mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and then you get home and you see the pictures and, and then you and, forget all of the bad mm-hmm. yeah it's like childbirth yeah. i guess it, yeah. <laughs> yeah so i'm told <laughs> oh you're told yes okay well, that well, still is still worthwhile and so magical. Yes. Absolutely. I just what Brett said, so magical. And you have sounds like despite the challenges, you had a great time. Now, real quick, we didn't talk about Disney Springs. Was there anything memorable or noteworthy there that you would want to share about visiting that place? The hot the it, it's not Disney related, <laughs> but the planet Hollywood is amazing. Yeah like four floors (laughs) there is yeah i mean you i mean i know you hear planet hollywood and people think okay well that's kind of kind of cheesy and and kind of is but this planet hollywood yes had four floors and wall-to-wall really cool artifacts yeah it was a movie yeah tv and movie like from the whole history classic to current yeah there was there was a toga from ben-hur there was dick van dyke's suit from mary poppins 
Then there was like Will Ferrell's suit from Anchorman, Breaking all the, Bad, Breaking Bad, stuff like stuff all the way up to you know uh, to 2020. So I mean, it, it, that was a really cool experience, you know, as kind of a you know pop culture museum. So so that sure. was that was really fun. And I guess the other thing, if you're looking for Marvel things, don't think you're going to find it at Disney Springs because there was it the, the everything that was at the Marvel Disney Springs store was already in the parks, just kind of scattered throughout various stores. Yeah. Because our daughter's super into Marvel right now. Um, she really wanted a Scarlet Witch Funko Pop. Yes. We thought Uh, that we should be able to find that Disney Springs. It was a little Mm -hmm. tiny, tiny store. Yes. It is much smaller. And everything that we saw there was like, oh, yeah, I think I saw that Mm -hmm. at Hollywood, at the various stores within. So don't feel like you need to go to Disney Springs if you're just wanting to find Marvel stuff. Um, What what they got in in the park is is what they it's got pretty much what they have there pretty pretty much and and I do think it's tailored to what is popular in the moment not a historical thing because there was a lot of falcon and warner soldier stuff because that show had just aired and, and then the it, funko pops were all black widow which hadn't even opened right for the for the movie so um so yeah if that that's my piece of advice there excellent you didn't do good gideons <laughs> we went to disney springs for like one purpose and it was yeah. it, well two purposes the marble store and to eat That's and it was okay. on our and it was our last day so. and we were going there just in case we didn't find something for the dog yes so yeah well that is perfectly <laughs> fine yeah. i i won't i well yeah i've had gideon's experiences and you know it's on it's on some people's must-do list and some people's it's okay that doesn't happen so mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, (laughs) Lou and Donna, thank you so much for sharing your vacation with us. This has been an absolute blast kind of getting to relive it, the parks through you. I know I'm, I'm, every time I talk to someone who's just been, I I start getting that, that itch to, uh, I'm like, Ooh, ooh, maybe I'm going to hop on tonight and start planning a vacation again. So it's been a joy. And for those listening, if you want to listen to any other podcasts, you can do that wherever podcasts are found. You can also interact with us all in the beyond the mouse podcast pals, Facebook group. And of course there's lots of delicious Turkey leg content there. If you want to join me your Turkey leg pictures, you certainly can. You can also find us on Twitter at beyond mouse and you can find us on Instagram at Beyond the Mouse Pod. And of course, we couldn't be here without our NPR Illinois community voices. So very much thank you to them. And you can find more about us on the NPR Illinois website under Community Voices. So thank you again, Lou and Donna, for Beyond the Mouse. I'm Vanessa. I'm Brett. I'm Lou. And I'm Donna. And we'll see you real soon in the front row with a turkey leg. Right, guys? Everybody? Yes. Yes. No, not everyone. Turkey legs for everyone. All around. All around. (laughs)